0: hello my friends welcome my name is joe and this is the joe martino show and today we are going to talk about sex part two of how do we improve our sex lives buckle up ladies because we're coming for you today let's kick it off this is the joe martino show
1: You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show!
0: All right, hello, welcome back. I hope that your day is going well. I hope that you have been enjoying these episodes. Today is part two about sex in a relationship and how it can be better. One of the things that my wife and I talk a lot about as therapists is we are passionate about helping people improve their relationships. And let's be honest, there are a lot of people that the majority of their problems revolve around their sex life, their sexuality, their sex life. And last week we picked on the guys. This week we're gonna pick on the girls. And we're gonna talk about things that we see wives do, women do, that just killed the sexuality of their relationship. And so this is not us trying to pick on just women or last week just trying to pick on guys. It's just there's only so much time. And so one of the things that I see regularly with women is they act like their husband is, like there's something perverted with him if he reaches out to them sexually. Like if he walks by in the kitchen and touches their boobs. Oh my God, don't do that in front of the girls. Hey, PG, there
1: could be kids listening from that. Yeah,
0: that's though. true. But probably they're seeing that, right? Like Don't do that in front of the kids. And right away, what he feels is rejection. Or, you know, she's been over doing something and he smacks the back area and, why do you do that? I And and like, it's just this unleashed venom. And then she turns around and complains he never pursues her, which is a problem. But one of the things you and I talk about a lot is, like, uh, there's this is not today's topic, but there are a lot of wives that ask their husbands questions like, hey, what's going on? What's wrong? And then they're not a safe person for them to talk to. And that blows up and goes sideways. It's the same thing with, if you want pursued, there's a sexual component to that that, that does involve touch. And it does involve your sexual parts being touched. And if your position is, well, it's my body. I get to decide. I don't disagree with that. And yet there is an ancient principle of when people get married, the body becomes something. It becomes a synergistic environment where the husband's body belongs to the wife and the wife's body belongs to the husband. And it's, it's a dual pleasure thing. And so when we talk to wives about sex, I don't know. What what do you do when you have a, a situation where you're sitting in the room and the husband's like, she just doesn't want sex. She doesn't pursue me. I try to pursue her. It's never quite that cut and dry. But how do you talk to women about like, hey, here's a way to increase sexuality from all things like, let's be honest, birth control can really mess with a woman's sex drive.
1: Oh, my word. I see it all the time, all the time. Oh, one of the things that I encourage, you'll you'll see a common theme in I think all of our episodes where Joe and I care about your feelings, but we don't, right? Yes. Uh, And I, I say that the same thing goes for sex, right? We think we have to feel something or desire it to do it. There is a thing called getting in the mood, right? So I will often tell women, this is something very important to your husband. And usually they've agreed to me that they want to have that desire for their husband. They want to pursue them. They don't know how. So I'll often save them. When you've had a bad day, you do not have to be in the mood. But why don't you put on lingerie? Or why don't you do something to pursue him? Because I truly with all my heart, sex and love is supposed to be selfless, not a selfish so thing. Wh- what so what do you, you do if a do woman
0: it. says she doesn't know how to pursue her husband?
1: And then I teach them how.
0: Awesome. This, this is a PG
1: this. show, you said. Well, do your best. <laughs> It's, you're asking me to have a filter. It's hard for me to do that some days.
0: Yeah, I know. I've known you for a long time.
1: Hey. Just see I'd agree with me, okay? Uh, so how do you do that? You find out what they like done to them. And even when, as long as you don't have like trauma, or even something you have trauma, you still can do it, right? And I don't want to ask anyone to do anything like they're super uncomfortable with, but I kind of do. Uh, find out what they like. Well, there's a level of
0: exploration it. there. Correct. But even before we get to that, right? Yeah. How do women pursue men
1: outside
0: of the actual act that we're talking about?
1: You show appreciation. You adore them. I don't, most men want to be adored and they want to feel like the provider and they want to feel like you need them.
0: And it's, it's funny you bring that up because one of the things that's running, I watch a lot of comedy, comedians. Mm -hmm. And right now one of the things that's running with comedians and Chris Rock started this, uh, most men don't feel unconditionally loved correct right the only person that most men feel unconditional love from is their mom mm-hmm. typically mm-hmm. everybody else they feel like loves them because of something
1: mm-hmm.
0: right so my wife loves me because we live in this house right like you you obviously love me because of the great floor that we have in our kitchen
1: exactly <laughs> I think I think you have to so when you' ask me beyond the act of actual sex before that I say you figure out what is it your husband wants and desires and you go after that and like i said for most men they want a beauty to rescue they
0: want Ooh, you're talking language it's going to set people on fire i know but
1: i'm kind of in that mood today so why not set people on fire okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> well like one of the things that you do is, is is not even the beauty to rescue like you go hunting with me mm-hmm. once a year right that's a big deal to me mm-hmm. that you go hunting with me that you go sit in the blind in fashion boots instead of warm boots like i bought you but nonetheless um Right. I was trying to prove
1: <laughs> to you they could keep my feet warm. Yeah,
0: right? how'd that work?
1: It did not. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> right, but, but doing things it amazes me how people are like, you know what, this is the love of my life, but I don't want to spend too much time with them. Like I always laugh when people are like, Man, you and Erica work together You golf together, you hunt together, you travel together. And like, yeah. And they're like, I couldn't do that with my wife. Or I couldn't do that with my husband. What? What?" And and so like doing things that matter to him, again, I want to, I cannot emphasize this enough. Doing things that matter to men outside of the bedroom means almost as much to them as what happens inside the bedroom.
1: Well, I had a mentor before you and I got married who said to me, hey, I've known you your whole life and i've only met joe a couple times but i can tell you by meeting him he's really into sports and loves sports and you hate sports. I don't think I've ever even seen you do a sport. She was not wrong, right? She's like, so guess what? Because you're choosing to make him your husband next month, you're going to learn sports and you're going to engage in them and you're going to pursue them because you're choosing to marry him and that that's important to him. And I was like, what is she talking about? Because that was, was not a model to me as a as a young lady growing up. And to be real, I'm going to be a little personal here for a few minutes. I struggled with this. I still probably do a little bit because I'm a very strong, independent woman who I don't need anyone, right? And I didn't stop, know what you were going to do with that topic. Stop making those That's spaces, a whole other okay? episode. Just no, clear your not. schedule, people. We got a three hour episode <laughs> hey, <stop>. coming. Okay.
0: <laughs> Let's talk about when you were sick last week. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Um, so, <laughs> anyway. I'll just read I, your text. I had to learn to that he wanted to do things for me. He wanted me, he wanted to feel that I needed him. He wanted to feel loved by me. He wanted to feel like well, I, did, I, could, I couldn't tackle the world without him. And that was really hard for me well, to I, give that up.
0: I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm going to cut you off. It's not even that I want you to need me. I got into this because I wanted a partnership. Mm-hmm. And if one person in the partnership is screw you, I can do everything on my own, that's not a partnership. Mm-hmm. That's two people maybe going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And we see that a lot in therapy. Mm-hmm. Two people come in, they sit on the couch, their their life outside of their marriage is very successful because they're very good at going in the same direction, but they're not partners in life.
1: But the truth is if we go deep here, one of the things I had to realize, oh so, pause. Ha, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> is i feel like i got into this field because i have gone you know i'm a 45 year old woman who i have walked this road i feel like i can help a lot of women especially like hey i've been where you're at right and but to go deep back to the deep comment is i was terrified to to need you or to want you or to invite you into my space because that means i could be rejected or you might be I might be too vulnerable to you, which opens wounds that I could get hurt, right? So really? You're ultimately an oh. I wouldn't
0: I wouldn't know. I but this know is that. not
1: about attachment. We're talking about sex today. Yeah, but Maybe sex and attachment hey, run together. This is about sex, baby. Okay. Uh, so the, I had to allow myself to I entered this covenant relationship with my husband, which means that I have to learn to be vulnerable. Ick, right? That's terrifying. Who wants to do that? As one of my my oldest daughter would say, right? That doesn't sound safe. But that is what men, I would argue... She's out on
0: a date with her boyfriend right now. Yeah.
1: I'd argue that's what men need, right? That's what you want. You want me to be like, hey, yeah, I'll go hunting with you. You want me to say to you like... I'm having a heart. I actually almost did today at the gym. I didn't, but does it count that I almost? Okay, so. I'm he's, actually
0: glad you didn't do it at the gym because one of the things I love about the gym is that's my time to just be. But you
1: haven't heard yet space. what I was going to ask you help for. And you I would have been see very excited. and
0: you weren't doing the shoulder thing. Wow, you were impressed.
1: supposed to be watching me. Okay. <laughs> so one of the things he knows how to use these dumbbells, I usually use like the weights with the pulleys and all that, right? And uh, <laughs> so sorry, sorry. I, was, I was like watching him on the treadmill, but he kind of looked a little frustrated trying to learn a new gym and a new machine so i did not want to bother him but i almost asked him so almost just count in the situation for help to teach me some free weight exercises because i do know how and he knows how to do it he was a coach an athletic director he knows these weights and for the longest time actually to this point in my life i've never said hey babe will you show me some free weight exercises because dang it i have google and i can figure this out myself
0: right because i might die someday and not be able to help you so why would you be vulnerable to me to need to to help
1: you exactly so today i almost asked him for help and i would like him to show me how to do that in the future and you have no idea how hard that is for me to humble myself <laughs> and say i don't figure it out on my own but, right? what, what, what? but you need that and yes. let's go back to what men need it's like yes that speaks your love language to be like oh erica can actually like ask me to show her something yes and that creates oxytocin and,
0: and all of the connections all the connections right the other thing is that i think that I think women underestimate because I think we talked about this last week. They're so afraid that it's that, if they, if they engage physically, that then their husband's going to want to have sex right then.
1: All the time. Oh, or all the time. Right, right. Oh, all geez. the time. Which
0: is funny because one of the things that happens as men age is they want sex less. And as women age, they typically want it more. True story. Right? And so as that runs, what happens for people is like, I can't tell you how many guys are like, I would love it if she just like hugged me. And women are like, I do hug you. No, no, no. Not when I leave in the morning or when I get home. Like literally just a hug. Where it's not the just quick peck on the cheek and arm around the shoulders. The thing that I think people, they view sex as this one act, right? Until somebody has an orgasm, it's one act. But realistically, the sexuality of a relationship is driven by everything else in the relationship, right? So last week we talked about like, hey guys, if you say mean things and then you want sex, that isn't how it works. The flip side's true for women, only they don't typically say, there are certainly women who say mean things. And it's a weird world that we live in because like now, if a woman's mean, she's allowed to be a proud bitch. Mm -hmm. And if your kids are in the car, I apologize. If you criticize your husband regularly, Mm -hmm. don't expect him to want to come to you for sex.
1: Right. Right. And I'm
0: not talking about like he told you he was going to be home at five and he didn't get home till seven and he didn't tell you, he didn't text you. You should criticize that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I can't tell you how many people I have, I know that, like, well, like, she'll say to me, hey, can you take the trash out? And I'll be like, yep, I'll do it in 20 minutes. 30 seconds later, she's like, never mind, I'll do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or, I'll Don't clean the... Don't be mean yeah. to husband. yes. Or, or I'll clean the kitchen. Uh-huh. Now, this is not me talking. My wife does not do this that I know of. Uh, but the husband will say to me, I clean the kitchen and then she'll go through and re-clean it. And so uh-huh. why why would I even bother cleaning it? And And they argue about that. But what they don't realize is that's literally like taking an ice cream scooper uh-huh. to their emotional connection uh-huh. and just scooping it out uh-huh. and just creating distress in ways that do not work Mm -hmm. and so wise if you want a better sex life yes you need to give your husband honest feedback which means there's going to be criticism but I have bad news your way of doing things isn't the only way
1: Mm -hmm. right
0: he can do things differently than you and it's okay
1: be nice was the other thing be kind. Like be kind. I feel like people are so mean to their spouses. Like on the average day, be kind to yourself, your spouse and pursue them. So you're asking, like, hey, how can I just pursue husbands? Praise them, admire them, let them know. I I hope I do this. I try to tell you, like, you're you're so sexy or you're so hot or I hope you catch me staring at you. He's actually looking at his phone, not even listening to me, telling this at this moment. But uh, I want I want my husband to know that I still, after 23 years of marriage have the hots for him. And you should be letting your husband know that too, whether it's the way you look at him, your everyday pursuit of him as well, the what you communicate to him. He should feel like a prize to you and that you're the luckiest woman in the world to have caught that man.
0: Right. And I think the other thing is that you have to consider there has to be grace for people. Like, because the, the truth is, we talked about how like husbands feel rejected, wives feel rejected, right? They they put on the lingerie uh, or they like, you know, flash him or whatever. And he's watching a show or he's hanging out with his buddies and he ignores her. Oh, yeah, when well,
1: you and I were first married, do you remember? I do. I
0: came home to, to hurry from from work and to grad school.
1: Yes, to grad school. And, you know, I'm newly married. No one gave me the rule book on how you do this.
0: The rule book? What's the rule.
1: that? <laughs> 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 I remember I put on lingerie and I had a house robe on, and typically, which
0: so, is just a weird title, house robe is such a weird thing. But go ahead.
1: But typically, any other day I had like a house robe on. You're always curious what's underneath it in your hands, but well, you you didn't do any of that, right? Well, right, because I was and trying to get to class. It, I was in grad school. You didn't even like pay any attention to what I had on. So I was so hurt. I want to say it was like years <laughs> before I even attempted again. And that was the young 21-year-old in me, right? Yes. What I would tell women to do now is say, hey, the other night, I don't know if you noticed, I had lingerie on in a house robe, but you didn't even know. And you didn't even pay any attention to me. Which when I finally had that conversation with Joe, he was like, what? I didn't even know that's what you were trying to do. Why didn't you say something? That's an excellent question. (laughs) Why didn't I, right? Or why didn't I come up behind you and put up the moves instead of just hoping you were gonna catch on to what I was doing and then feel rejected when you didn't. That's not yes. fair, even though you hate that word.
0: Yeah, fair is the place you pay people to pet pigs.
1: Well, What would you call it then?
0: I'd actually say it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> she was drinking a glass of water, you'd probably hear the, the, the water a little bit. But yeah, I would, I would say that that's stupid. Because I can't read your mind. I think about the time that I said to you, you said to me, hey, I got to run to tractor supply and buy feed. And I was like, okay, cool, have fun. And I said, I got to go down and I was doing laundry. I got to go down and move the clothes from the washer to the dryer and I got to fold the clothes that are in the dryer. That's a big deal for me. I hate leaving clothes in the dryer. I came back up and you were gone and I sent you a text. I'm like, hey, where'd you go? And you were like, well, I had to go to the to tractor supply. I'm like, well, did you want me to go? Well, you were folding laundry. Did you want me to go? And I think that's where guys struggle. You. I can't talk, I I couldn't count how many times I've asked the question and you lead with something else and vice versa, right? Because that's human nature. But what I have found is if I can just, calmly just keep coming back to the question, you're like, well, yeah, I did want you to go. Well, why didn't you ask me? Well, I can't read your mind. And there's enough people telling your husband that he's inadequate in everything that he's doing. Home should be a safe place. It doesn't mean if he's failing that you have to pretend that he's not. But it does mean that you have to accurately address what he's doing. And I tell people this all the time, and I know you tell women this, and you get a lot of negative pushback on it until they do it. If he does something right, Purposely praise the snot out of it.
1: Yes. Col- or create, cultivate appreciation in your home. Yes.
0: And guys, you should do that for your wife too. Like if something goes right, compliment the snot out of it and then move forward.
1: And, uh, and let me just add, right? I will get women doing this and I will have a husband, a boyfriend in the room say, I don't need thanked for washing the dishes. Okay, now that we're done with the tough guy approach, maybe you don't want thinked, and we can change that but perhaps it would be nice to have a hug. Or if your husband's like, hey, you know, he loves touch. Why don't you just go up and give him a hug and be like, I really appreciate you doing the dishes. That meant a lot to me because I was able to feed the baby or I was able to just have a downtime. I don't know a husband out there that's not like, oh, wow, ching, ching, win. I- Absolutely. I pleased her right now, right? So I would say, don't say thank you, but show appreciation and why you're appreciative because that creates a win. It actually is it dopamine that signals in the brain. Mm -hmm. And now like the brain is coded in your husband's mind like, Oh, that's what she wants from me. Now I know. Well, oh, one of the I things I'm always again.
0: amazed about is people compliment strangers more than they compliment their own spouse. Yes. It just blows my mind. Like, like you, the majority of the words out of your mouth should be reinforcing that the person that you're married to is the person that you love. And it just blows my mind. And guys, guys are typically like, well, of course I love her. I'm here, aren't I? Which is silly. But women... Or like, well of course I love him. I wouldn't put up with his blah blah blah. Uh-huh. Or they take for granted because they're married to somebody who's relatively easy to be married to. And they take for granted that person. Is you that can't to do that. Me, I'm easy to be married to? You are so easy <laughs> to be married to, babe, as long as I'm asleep. <laughs> uh- <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about this more in the next episode. We're going to talk about communication and some practical things. But one of the things that I think happens well in our relationship is we laugh a lot. And laughter is a good aphrodisiac. It will improve your sex life.
1: Can I just offer one suggestion here before we go? Wait,
0: if, to me about sex or to the listeners about what we're talking
1: about? I'll tell you about sex later. Okay. Uh, if you're unsure on, hey, I'm, I'm going to pick back on women right now. Of like, my husband's very unhappy in my marriage. I don't know why. Here's a little project. I know, you go get two jars. I don't care if you get the little puffy craft balls. Go get marbles grab pennies from the bank and every time you engage him in a positive way where you're encouraging affirming and being kind i want you to put whatever object you got into the positive jar and i want you to put another object in the negative jar and how many times you're criticizing belittling rolling your eyes storming off for telling him what a horrible human being he is and being he is not being and i want you to see which jar fills up faster and that will tell you right there where your areas of improvement need to come.
0: And if you track your physical interactions, you'll find that the more you fill up the positive container, the more those physical interactions are satisfying for both.
1: Yes, and your marriage improves.
0: Yes, and I think that's the problem. There's so many people, they don't think in terms of the the unit, right? I often will say to my clients, I'll use their last name, so let's just pretend we're the client. I'll say in Martino Inc., right? And and like even down to like, well, you know I almost said a, a crude statement. Let's just say he's he finishes quickly mm-hmm. and she hasn't finished yet. Mm-hmm. There are other ways to make that happen. You just have to stay engaged.
1: Mm-hmm. Next right? episode. We're about yeah, because
0: people yeah. don't talk about sex. Right. So that's going to be the next episode.
1: It might be a little more PG-13 R-rated, so don't have kids in the car next time you listen. How does that sound?
0: (laughs) She's just chomping at the bit to get this rating up there. Next thing I know, the FAA is going to be calling me. Or not the FAA. Like Who is the FAA? Isn't, isn't the FAA the organization federal? No, that's Federal Aviation. Who is it that regulates the airwaves? Like,
1: why are they going to come call us?
0: Because we're putting this out in public, and if you put this on public, like radio stations, like okay. they can't. Oh. R- right, those are violations. Okay, fine.
1: We'll keep like PG-13. PG thirteen. PG PG-13. PG thirteen.
0: Maybe I'll just do it myself. Got <laughs> <cut> you out. <laughs>
1: why am I getting kicked out? <laughs>
0: Fired. All right. In seriousness, thanks so much for listening. I hope you're enjoying these episodes. If you have a question, please feel free to email me. Throw a podcast in that subject line so I know what it's about. Please share this with your friends, uh, and we'll catch you next week.
1: Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.